Hi, this is Melissa Wood Tepperberg, and this is the Move with Heart podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> and just breathe it all in. I want to talk. I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be short, sweet, and very spicy. And we're going to get right into it because apparently some of you think I talk too much. <laughs> I am on this crazy high of energy after this conversation with Lisa Odenweller. She is the CEO and founder of Chroma Wellness, and she just has this beaming vitality. She's full of life, you guys. She has so much wisdom, and she shares some real-life experiences through some things that failed for her. I wouldn't even say failed. I I don't even love that word, but I would say some learnings that she truly discovered along the ways of finding some massive challenges in business, things that didn't work. She shares it all. What inspired her to create Chroma She is a real visionary, a serial entrepreneur, wellness expert. She's been in this space for well over 15 years, and she's just a ray of light, of energy. And I mean, I'm telling right now, I'm literally going to go home and do one of the Super Sculpt Summer Series because I have so much energy from her. She just reminds us that... There is so much life to live, and whether you are in your 40s, she's in her 50s, life just keeps getting better. And I don't know about you, but that is the energy that I want to be around. I want to be around people who really look at every single day as a gift, and she does just that. I am so excited to share this conversation with you. Get ready. It's a good one. Having women on that I just like, I look up to, I admire, I see, you know, I like see myself, but I also see that's going to be me. And, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's, it's inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. And it's also, I mean, the wisdom that you guys have now that we didn't have, right? So you get to grow with that. Like mine didn't really happen until my 40s. But I feel like you did have it though, because like I was what always done. on a personal journey. And I was always caring about wellness, but like it wasn't front and center. Like we didn't have yoga and meditation. Right. You know, I remember that was something I didn't even know about till like late 20s. Right. You have a really powerful story. And to me, that's what I connect to most is when I hear, I always love to hear like where someone came from Hmm. to what really like put that fire in them to create what they've created. And you've created a beast with Chroma. It's it's incredible. I really want to dive in deeper on that. But I think, take me back to what really got you into wellness. What like sparked that thing where you knew you wanted to hone in deeper. So I'll take us back even to my childhood because it was really one of those things where it was ingrained in me from when I was little. Uh, my grandfather was doing a thousand push-ups and sit-ups a day and walking the stairs and exercise was really important to him until he died at 94. Mm. So he's always really healthy. My parents exercised every day. We didn't have junk food. It was like one of those things where we were the house that nobody wanted to go to because we <laughs> didn't have the Twinkies and Ding Dongs, which I don't even think those exist anymore. <laughs> but it was something that was do. always... Do they? <laughs> I'm scary. <laughs> okay. The store we'll have to work on that later. <laughs> but it was just something that was ingrained in me. Now, we obviously didn't have the knowledge that we have today about what healthy means. But in that time, like we were the healthy family. And it was interesting because I did grow up as a latchkey, you know, in that generation. So no one was home when you came home which is weird as a mother to think about that now. But I came home and probably at like six, seven years old, I was like hitting tennis balls against the garage and jump roping and playing soccer in the backyard. Like I was always active. I'd get on my bike. And so I think that just was one of those things that was in my DNA from childhood. Fast forward, I also had this thing in me that was like, I want to feel empowered with my health. And I don't really know where that came from. I was always very much into personal development. 
since I was little about how do I evolve. So I think that was also just my soul's journey. But there was this thing about like, I don't want to go to the doctor and get bad news. And I don't even know why, where that came from. So I always felt like, what can I do? So then again, fast forward to 38. And this was a very profound moment. I'm at my gynecologist. And as someone who's always been really fit, I was very lean. I was always healthy. I was starting to experience this transition. And it was like weight gain, hair loss, loss of sex drive, foggy brain, tons of inflammation. My runs weren't the same. I just didn't feel like me. And so at 38, I go to my gynecologist and I'm telling her how I'm feeling. And she laughs at me and she says, oh, honey, welcome to getting older. And that was absolutely no, absolutely no, that is not an acceptable answer. So that kickstarted this sort of, there's several other things that sort of kind of compounded on that, but it was like, I'm going to go figure this out because I'm not going to go take a pill to go fix this. I'm going to go figure out what can I do. And that's when I started the journey around food as medicine. I went to IIN. I know. And did that. And I, of course, IIN is all about self-learning. So it's as much as like how much you want to read. And then once you get into it, you can't get enough. You can't get enough. And it's I just, love, right? So I amazing. I And then I started making changes in my family's diet and I started feeling better. My kids were not bouncing off walls anymore because at the same time, when we think back to this, this is 14, 15 years ago, not that long ago, we thought, you know, whole grain goldfish were good for you. Mm -hmm. We didn't look at the labels. We weren't looking at there was blue and red dyes. We thought wheat thins were good for you because it said wheat. And it said on the box. All natural, right? Oh, all natural was like the biggest spoof ever. Right. Still is. So, still is. And so that was like, oh my God, I thought I was doing healthy things and I'm like poisoning my children and no wonder they're bouncing off walls. Mm -hmm. So that was it. And then there was one more big, big, big moment where I then decided to commit myself to wellness. And that was when my daughter, at nine years old, she was diagnosed with ADHD. And that's a very common diagnosis even today, right? I mean, I think we all walk around saying we have it. Right. But what's scary about reflecting on it is we saw five doctors. All five doctors basically told me she had to be on medication. There was no other way to resolve this. And I was very reluctant. And I knew like intuitively, I was like, this is wrong. Like, I don't like this. So I ended up doing the medication because finally got convinced. And I finally, we found a medication that was like, sort of acceptable. Right. Well, that medication ended up causing probably two years in a mood disorder. So then what do they do? They give you another medication. And at that point, that medication like made her like almost catatonic. Like she was, she didn't have like a little, a life or a spark to her. And that was my moment of like, this is not okay. And I was on this journey of foodist medicine and I really was learning about how foods are inflammatory especially for the brain. How old were you at this point? This is like, I'm probably 40 at this point. So I've I've been on this little journey. I've been in this research. Lexi's been on medication for a few years. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this. But as a mom at the time, and we didn't have the information we have, like now, then. Right. And I don't even, you know, barely have the internet, really. (laughs) It's scary to say, but so... I really was like, okay, what are the inflammatory foods? And in the brain, it's like sugar obviously is horrible, gluten, awful, dairy, anything processed, right? So we'll just start there outside of like the list that goes on. But like, those are the main things. And I thought, what if I do a test? Like, what if we remove all these things from our family's diet for two weeks? What would happen? And in that two-week period of removing it, and making it kind of a game within the house. Mm-hmm. Lexi, my kids, everything changed and shifted. And my daughter came off ADD medication and never went back on. Wow. That was a moment of truth. And that was a moment of, okay, anger. Very, very, very angry at the system. Mm-hmm. So now, knowing what I've learned through all these different moments, what am I going to do with this information? How do I share it? Because there's so many other parents dealing with I was, but forget my own personal health journey. All these other parents, all these parents that I would talk to, they're like, oh, my child has migraines. They put her on medication. And I'm like, maybe she's allergic to gluten. Can we start there? 
So all of the, I just saw this epidemic of people just resorting to medication because we were trusting our doctors to know best. And that's where in me and I knew, I was like, I have to tell the world. I have to let them know we have more power over our health than we think we do. And we take it for granted. So that's when I was like, all right, what can I do? I can write a book. I can write a blog. Well, there's already so much information out there and we get overwhelmed and saturated with that. What's the best way I can teach? And I thought, I'll make the food. And that was the beginning was like, I got in the kitchen and I'm a foodie anyway. I was not a trained foodie, <laughs> but I was obsessed with superfoods. And so I was already geeking out on superfoods from maca and spirulina and mushrooms and all these things that no one had even heard of yet. But I got in the kitchen and I just started making beautiful culinary forward, superfood inspired, delicious foods, brought in an amazing chef, Adina Nimoral from San Francisco. And we just got in the kitchen and went nuts. And that became the birth of my last brand, Beaming, right. which was really about how do I help you feel so good that you want to make changes? But it's not because I'm preaching at you. I'm not telling you the perfect way to do it. I'm just letting you feel that way to get in your body and then you get to decide. And then hopefully in doing that, you're going to bring your kids in and it becomes this bigger swell. And that's what Beaming became. I mean, you can feel it in your passion behind this. It like bleeds through. Very, very passionate about this. Yeah, you can feel it because it's, I think it's one thing when you experience something yourself, but when your child is going through something and you're being told from trusted resources. And I think too, it's like, that's their way. It's like this bigger understanding that there are other alternatives out there. And it's our job. It's our job, you guys. It's our job. It's our job to do it. And it's our job to trust our our intuition because we actually always do know, especially as mothers. And so listening to that, and there's a place for Western medicine, but I really feel strongly that you take the information, but then also do your own research and start with food because there's so many chemicals in our food that are hidden. I mean, I look at these hydration waters, and if you look at them, the first ingredient is cane sugar. I know. So yes, we've come a long way since 15 years ago when I started. And I'm so thrilled to see the progress in this wellness movement and healthy food options. But we have so much further to go. We have so much further to go. And that's why it's really up to us as parents and really as the source of our own health right? To really take responsibility for it. Because every day it's a choice. It is a freaking choice. And like, you have to be your own advocate. And that's why I, I just love having guests on here who I feel your fire because I have the same exact fire in so many different ways in the same ways. And this is how we change things. Well, you doing this podcast helps bring these conversations forward, right? I mean, that's the fire and the power of really having a voice to really help us think about these things. Because we're all also going up through life so fast. So and fast. I mean, I, I'm that, right? It's like I'm a single mom. I have three kids. I live in two cities. I've started two major wellness companies. I haven't had any financial support. And so I get, as well as anyone, what it means to like juggle a lot and how hard it is to even make ourselves a priority, how hard it is to juggle all of it. And so, but at the end of the day, we have to, we have to make ourselves a priority and we have to take health into our own hands. We do and we can. And these are the conversations that I hope just fuel people to take control, to take that control. So you started Beaming, which I've been to, and I've read some things, I've listened to some things with you on other podcasts. And what I I would say above all things that I really admired was your ability to share the real shit behind (laughs) (laughs) and there was that because it's just business is it's so hard it is so it's so hard hard can we just put that out there there's no yellow brick road (laughs) no there is not and even I think through my experience even with some of the most successful most intelligent people I know that have their own business that are CEOs of businesses their way isn't necessarily going to mold into becoming the way that's going to work for you. Oh, usually not. Yes. Usually not. And it's so, I mean, 
So when I started beaming and, you know, the passion that we're talking about now is what did that? I had no experience. I had, didn't have an MBA. I'd never raised money, hadn't worked in a restaurant, had no idea like how to run a restaurant, let alone 10 of them. I didn't you have had any. 10. Yeah, beaming grew to 10. And so I, you know, I'd never scaled anything of that magnitude. But what I had was a mission that was so strong that there was nothing was going to stop me which was beautiful. And you have to have that because the why is the only reason you can put up with all the shit and all the stuff that goes wrong. It's true. Is because it has to be so much, you have to believe so much into what you're building and why you're doing it. And for me, that was the driver. Now, the miss side was my first big endeavor. And I made a lot of first time big-time entrepreneur mistakes. Let's talk about them. That ultimately cost me the company. I would love to hear them if you're Yeah, okay no, with. I'm happy to share. And so, because I also have a very, I, I, I always reflected on it, even when I was going through the hell of it. I mean, it was one of the worst experiences of my life to build this brand that people loved so much. I'm so proud of it because I think, hands down, we were the best, you know, healthy grab-and-go cafe in the country. Like, we were so amazing. It was so much love that went into it. People felt that. We had every celebrity, everyone you know was coming it to was it. The best. People still stopped me about it. And so for that, we nailed, right? What I didn't do well is, again, I hadn't raised money, so I had never had a board. I didn't understand the power of a board. And that was a big, big thing. Ultimately, that cost me the company because the people that ended up on the board were not people who brought skills. They were also not people that were aligned with what we were doing. Mm. And so for me, I'm a very abundant mindset. It's like they wanted to make it about the dollar. And I was like, no, 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 no. I understand this has to be profitable, but we're doing so much good in the world. That'll come. And they thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a very scarcity mindset, which I can't even relate to. And I'm like, no, no, no. We are changing the world. Just let us keep doing this. And it was this fight. And, And at the end, I lost. And it was crushing for me. That was one of the big mistakes. The other one is I didn't have an operating partner. And so when you are building a business, it's like you have to know where your zone of genius is. Right. How do you stay there? I mean, my zone of genius is creating product, being a visionary, and getting people excited and on board. I'm so excited talking to you right now. I'm like, your energy, I love it. I'm like, yes, let's keep changing the world. So, and that's where I need to be, right? Not trying to figure out how to Why a spatula ended up in a smoothie. Yes. Like, <laughs> which happened. And so, <laughs> so, and like how to build like a huge commercial kitchen and like trucks going to all these things. So I didn't have a strong operating partner. I didn't have a strong finance partner. And that is so critical, which is one of the first things I did when I was starting Chrome. I'm like, I can't create again until I have that partner, which we can come back to. Yes. But those were my two biggest mistakes. And so during it, I did everything I could to save it because I was so passionate about it. And finally, I had to walk away. When did you know? Like, at what point? In 2017, I walked away and we sold to Earth Bar. And it's funny because Beaming has somehow resurrected online. (laughs) So I see it. And it's such a weird thing because I'm like, wow, like I started that and it's been rebirthed by somebody. I don't know who. It's such a very bizarre thing. I'm sure it's not the same of what we did, but hopefully they're doing great things with it. But it was my teacher. And it was not only my teacher for business because obviously I gained a lot of wisdom. And everyone who's invested in Chroma very much would say they also invested not only because Beaming was so amazing, but because of the lessons I learned. The other thing I gained, and this was such a big one, is that when you go through something like that, for me, because I'm a very introspective person, I was like, how did I get here? How do I never get here again? And what's here for me to learn? Because the thing we forget in business is it's much like love right? Like there are things that we sabotage that are subconscious that we're not even aware of. And that's what I wanted to go into. I'm like, what part of me sort of manifested this outcome, mm. right? Something we don't really think about. So I went to Hoffman. <sighs> Did you have you done Hoffman? I haven't gone to Hoffman <laughs> okay. yet. So yeah, I but mean, I and think you may I not want need to. to. I think I want to try it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's an experience everyone will get value from. Can you share a little bit about it? Yeah, happy to. So a lot of people talk about Hoffman. I mean, it's a full immersion, seven days, put your phone away, eight in the morning till 10 at night, 30 to five to 40 people, and you're at camp and you're going to go deep. What I love about it, it's not deep where you're going to go and talk about all the woes of whatever, right? 
there's exercises and practices and things that stir things up and you work through them. There's a lot of journaling. There's a lot of exercises that it's really about forgiveness. And that's the power of it is because whatever your upbringing was, we're influenced by our upbringing. So it's an opportunity to go back to that, find what wounds are from your childhood, clean them up, find forgiveness for your parents or whoever, you know, your yeah. uh, people who, who brought you up or, and then heal it. And so you come out so much lighter, so much more at peace inside hopefully a lot of clarity about maybe some choices that you've made or some things that you've done in your life that have sabotaged. One of the things I realized kind of reflecting on that was I had hired my parents for my board. And when I say hired, my board, nothing I did was good enough. And that was very much how I felt as a, as a young person, that nothing I did was good enough. And so that part I kind of recreated. And that was something I really had to heal. And my parents are lovely people, but parenting is hard. It's very hard. And we make a lot of mistakes. Right. And unfortunately, as a parent, and I experience this now, like, I can't change it. The only thing I can do is own it. Ooh, that is so good and yeah. true. And that is so true because we carry so much shame and guilt as parents. As I'm about to be an empty nester, and I know I'm kind of tangenting here. but No, like, I love it. As I'm about to be an empty nester, and I have a 25-year-old who just moved to New York, Lexi. Who, who works with you who and works who's with here me in this office. Here. And that's just so. And, which is the best thing ever. Amazing. And she's been working with me since she was 13. We are like best friends. But she's 25. My 19-year-old just went off to college for his freshman year at Ole Miss. My 18-year-old just graduated four or five days ago. He's about to go to college. So I thank you. And it's so, it's like, it's so beautiful and it's so scary. And I can't even like imagine my kids not around because I love having them around. But what I'll say, and I think a lot of people who, I mean, we have a lot of moments of guilt and shame as, as parents, but a year before they all left, I woke up with so much anxiety every morning of thinking about moments that I missed. I actually wrote a, wrote a blog about this on Mother's Day. And the moments I missed, the times that my son asked me to play Legos and I was too busy because I had beaming, you know, and I was like just so busy with work or all these moments that I can't get back. And that was so painful for me. And it's like, but then I also had to remember all the times I was there. And all the times I did show up for my kids because we're not going to be perfect. No. And that's also what, what Hoffman teaches you is to find that love and compassion for your parents for however, whatever happened, to really appreciate what they did or how they showed up oh. and then forgive what, how they couldn't. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just yeah. always on this quest like you of just self-discovery yeah. and just being able to self-reflect. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so look, important. Yes. And I love that you keep saying it was your teacher. That it's the most, if we're going to go through stuff, I was like, if I'm going to go through this, I better get something out of it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to go through hell, then what can I learn? And is there a way for me to then be able to share this with the world and help others maybe avoid this? And that was part of what got me through the beaming nightmare, which was, okay, let's go in. Let me learn this. And if I can help other entrepreneurs avoid this, that that's why I got to go through this. Right. I mean, I, uh, I just, I think about like, we carry so much weight, right? When like something goes wrong or it goes south oh or it doesn't work or there's challenges. And I think the one thing I was really excited to talk to you about too, is like how you handle that. You mm -hmm. know, I think for myself, yeah. I, I say I'm a recovering perfectionist, but I think I'm in recovery. <laughs> like, yeah. I and don't know that you ever thing. fully like recover no. from being a perfectionist. And, and I it's also, not a bad thing either. It's not because it's, it's also what allows me. you to do what you do so well and care so much. True. So absolutely. But there are some things that now, you know, I'm really diving into the depths of like learning more about myself as an entrepreneur. Right. And I'm working with an executive coach. I just discovered I'm an eight on the Enneagram, which has been like really helpful for me yeah. in learning. Like, Those are oh, so good. So good. Yeah. And just being able to like let all the stuff come afloat and be able to look at it and really take something away, like a real true learning yeah. of how this happened, how to prevent it from happening again. Mm -hmm. And like, what can I do yeah. to 
autocorrect and yeah. like move What's forward. What's my learning in this? And it's like, I, I think it's an ongoing journey. And it's actually one that I like, I celebrate, right? Oh, and you ongoing. go times where you're like more in it. And I recently did a journey and that was really powerful. And like, I was ready to kind of go in again and, and then kind of come out and celebrate life. I mean, you and I are very happy, playful, you know, dance yeah. at the time people. But part of being that is because I'm also not afraid of doing the work. No. And that's, I think, a big part. I'm not afraid to look at my shadow. I'm not look, afraid to look at the things that are holding me back in life. Like one of the things that really came front and center for me in the last, I mean, it's always been there, but like I didn't do anything about it, which was chaos. And part of it's just by default because, again, single mom, three kids, two cities, <laughs> companies, 110 investors, a oh, lot. Oh, wow. Oh, that was intentional. We can come back to that. But that, and, but, and they're amazing and I love them. Right. But it's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. And we're on a fast track and Chroma's like all over and it's taking so amazing. Off. I mean, it's taking It's off. so fun and we get to do so many amazing things and I'm in gratitude every day for it. But I also was in just the wheels in my own life were, were falling off. Unfortunately, that was a programmed thing in me. So I didn't know better. It's also part of a defense mechanism. Oh, yes. That you use to kind of hide and run. I have that one. You have that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's that's a big one. And that was one. It's like just because you can do all of it doesn't mean you should. Oh, say that again. (laughs) Just because you can doesn't mean you should. True. And I ended up in the hospital two months ago. I was Mm. at the Roth Capital Summit. I had just spoken had gone out. My daughter was there with me. She's usually everywhere. And we do all these things together. And we did a fun night at the summit. It's a great event. I always love it. And I woke up at six o'clock in the morning and I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, wow. Or a stroke. So that was scary. And I am not a hypochondriac. So this was like, is this, my left arm is numb. Maybe I slept in it wrong. Like I was sort of in this like denial. And then I'm like, it's not getting better. And my tendency would have been to blow it off. Like, I'm superwoman. I can do it all. Like, I'm fine. And then I was just like, this little voice was like, no, we're going to go. So kind of humbly went to the hospital. And fortunately, I was fine. But it was a wake-up call. And I listened. And I was like, this is not working for me anymore. Something has to change. So what was this? This chaos, this saying yes to everything, this being here, there, and everywhere, and then throwing dating in there. (laughs) Like, you know, like I'm single and dating. And it was like, uh -uh. uh-uh, like something has to give. I just was like, I had to like pull the cord and be like, I can only spend time in places that's really serving me, that's really nurturing me. Yes, it's still, you know, I guess chaos is a bit it's relative, yes. you know, to what you're used to. But I started to just kind of pull back, stay home a little bit more, not go back and forth to LA or wherever I was going and just be like, I'm good. I can stay home. Do I really need to go to that event? That's really good. That's been huge. I mean, I have watched my life and so much has happened since I said no. And since I said yes to really inviting in these experiences that have really catapulted me on this like personal journey of just, I've kind of crossed the next chasm of my own growth and joy, honestly, which is what it's led to. That is my saving grace in life. Like when people are like, how do you do this? And I'm like, I actually want to dive into your work, like what your work is. Like for me, it's like, I do the work, but I also am very specific with where I give my time. You're really good like that. I have to be. You're really good. Because I've realized as an introverted extrovert, Mm -hmm. I love people. I love to be around people. I love to do things. But then I get very drained by certain energies, which I'm also learning to just protect my energy so that I don't feel that way, which it does help. But a lot of it for me is like my Monday through Thursday night, I'm home. I love that. Like tonight I have something. Something came up in our family and I was like, okay, I I could not go, but I RSVP'd. And I'm like big on staying. Obviously things happen in life, but yeah, I'm really clear with where I need to give my time. And a lot of it has to be to myself. Which is amazing. And it's actually harder to do. It is. Than to say. 
when you're single too. And like how precious your children are young. Like this is precious time. And so to know that you're home four nights and that you guys can have this routine that they also need. And I'm sure you're invited to a million things all the time. And so you have to really be mindful about what you say yes to. Yes. I said yes to everything for a really, really long time. And And it kicks your ass. And then I had kids. And I realized, like, last night I was laying in bed with Benjamin. I was, like, come in bed. We had some sad family news. And we were, like, laying there watching a show. And he's like, Mom, this is my favorite thing. And I look, Mm. I'm like, this is my favorite thing. Totally. I'm like, literally, this makes my heart just, like, so happy. He's like, I really just miss this. I'm like, it's just the best. It really is. like, And that's honestly, that's what matters. The time we give. Yeah. Our time is the most valuable thing that we have in life, right? And I think so many of us feel as if we have so much of it. We do take it for granted. We do. And it's something, I'm 52 now, and so it becomes, I mean, as you get older, you start to becoming a little bit more aware of it. I feel like I'm 35 or I act like I'm 25, (laughs) but it does. And I, I mean, I wish I had the wisdom now. Uh, then, you know, that I have now, right? I mean, I got divorced 11 years ago. It was a very scary time as a single woman, no money. Mm-hmm. How am I going to take care of my kids? Just, and then I was starting beaming in the process of getting divorced. And oh. there was a lot of chaos. And a lot of it was just like, I didn't know what to do. The treadmill was going. And I was like, okay, let's go. You know, how, because I was like, also, how am I going to provide for my kids? So that was, that was right. also just something that was part of survival. So through all the chaos of life, how do you find your calm? Like, what are the things that you commit to in life? Like, what are your dailies, like, no matter what? No matter what is I move. And whether it's a power walk, whether it's getting on the spin bike quickly or going to a sculpt class, or I always move. Mm. I'll do it even if I, my schedule's crazy and I am on a conference call. I mean, I try to do it where I get to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Or I just get to be quiet or whatever, you know, listen to music or something. But I always move. Like the other day, we were here in in New York. I'm here all week. And I was really tired and I had a dinner function. And so I just put the music on in the hotel room and blasted it and danced (laughs) and just danced and moved because that was also released. It was also energizing because I was like, all right, I got a dinner I got to go to. So I'm going to just come alive and through movement. That's my meditation more than anything. Yes, I do meditate, not consistently every day. Um, I try to remember to breathe. It's been a big one lately. <laughs> I do that here when I'm sitting here because I'm like, Melissa, breathe. Like, Isn't you're it holding crazy? your breath. Yes. How much we don't breathe. Yes. Like, especially if like you're pounding on your phone and I'm like, you can breathe. Yes, you can breathe through like even, yeah. like the like. That's, just I literally breath. do that here like a yeah. hundred times. Like, Me I'm too. Like, Take a breath. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot more of it just by having the awareness of it. I really do. I mean, my friendships are so important to me. I have such amazing girlfriends. I love that time with them and I nurture that a lot. So that's a really big calming place for me. Mm-hmm. And then just like trying to get whatever time I can get with my kids. You know, my daughter and I have so much fun working together. That's obviously very calming and just so much joy. How special that that you are the best daughter. I have been hearing about Chroma Wellness for the longest time. And I will tell you, I am one of those people who can kind of be a little bit of a skeptic when it comes to something just really becoming all the rage. But I will tell you, it is everything you would expect it to be and more. Chroma Wellness is a functional nutrition company on a mission to simplify how people live their healthiest, most vibrant lives. And I can tell you, Lisa, the founder of Chroma, and she is the definition of vibrancy. Her cells like bounce at you. She's just full of life. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she doesn't leave her house without Chroma in her bag. They are offering premium on-the-go foods and beverages that deliver maximum nutrition with minimal preparation. They have five-day resets that continue to be a core staple and their best seller of the line. And the best way that I like to describe it is it is a reset 
you enjoy. Like that's how I would simplify it. They are complete with 50 delicious nutrient-packed foods and beverages, including the infamous OMG cookie butter. I have a scoop of that at least once a day. I've been loading it up in my smoothies and everything is just so good. It just tastes good. It's simplified and I am all about simplifying my life. The super porridge is something I do not travel without. I always have that in my bag. I just add water and I've actually eaten it dry once and it was so good. You can visit chromawellness.com and use code MWH20 for 20% off your purchase. If you are someone who runs away from the word cleanse, like myself, These resets are enjoyable and they really, really work. How do I manifest that? Because I never, I'm like, how can I just immerse myself into my children's lives for as long as possible? I know. And I'm not a helicopter parent, but I'm like, and I'm not either. How do you let them go? Like, the third is leaving. Like, what do you, do you feel this sense of, I don't know. Is it like a rebirth? Is it like, do you feel like you're, I mean, it's like a new chapter. So because I was divorced, I had the kids 50% of the time. So I did have some, it's like I got used to not always having them around. Although Lexi and I have always been together pretty much. And then since she's 25 now and we've been working together in business for all this time. So many years? Like 12 years. And so she and I get to like, we get to do all these things together. We get to go to New York together. We go to Mexico. We go on summits, you know, the the summit programs together. Like we get to do all these cool things together, which is so special and sacred. We get to laugh, you know, nonstop and crack each other up. So that part, now that she's moved to New York, I mean, I don't get to do that as often, but I still get to see her a lot. I still interact with her every day. That's really sacred for me. I feel so lucky that that just, it sort of happened. It wasn't like intentional. It's just, we kind of kept being this duo and we are really kind of magic together. So it's pretty awesome. It's great. And then my boys are amazing. Like I'm so close with them. Like my son went off to college. He went to Ole Miss this fall and his girlfriend went to Tennessee. They're high school sweethearts. And that was so much drama this year. (laughs) So much drama. And so he was calling me sometimes two, three, four times a day. I'm sure you'd be horrified to hear this. (laughs) And so don't listen to this. But he was so like he missed his girlfriend, but he called me. Mm. And he called me to talk about it. And he called me to say he was hurting or he felt depressed and he didn't know what to do. And mom, can I get a meditation app? Because... I just, I'm having so much anxiety. Like he just, mm. and so I'm so close to him, even if I don't get to be with them, like I'm really, really close. And then my youngest, because the two, Lexi and Parks took off. So he's had just me for the year. That's been special. And so he and I've got to have some one-on-one time that the third kid kind of gets, you know, left out a little bit. So I've really watched him blossom in this year and getting that one-on-one time with him. I'm the third. Well, I'm the third, but I'm the middle of okay the five kids, and then oh, the five. My, oh my father remarried and had my brother, so there there are six of us. But I have so many friends who like went for the third, and I'm like, tell me, like, share everything with me because I do like I feel like I'm at this point. Right, I'm 40 years old. I have mm-hmm. two kids. My youngest is four. She's turning five this year, and I'm like, it's so weird to think about life without a little person walking oh my gosh, around. Yes, yeah, and I I'm like. That. Even if you have a third, Melissa, that little person grows up. So like, it's so interesting where I like, I feel like I'm at this stage. I'm at this stage where I'm like, do I, don't, I don't do it, but maybe, but no, that's where I'm at. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all mine were surprises. So it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I had my third and this is funny, probably TMI, but I had my third after my husband had a vasectomy. And so that was not planned. Wow. Um, And so, um... (laughs) That was like, <laughs> there's a lot more to that story. Looking at some people on set. But, um, and, but, but that soul was supposed to be here, right? And so, you know, we were like, all right, game on. Let's do this. And of course, it's the best thing ever. Right. It wasn't my master plan. And that's how life presented. That's life, yeah, right? That's life. So bring me to your master plan of how you created Chroma. And like, do you feel like it came after you did Hoffman? Well, so 
it was really like percolating during the beaming days because it's in many ways like I always was with beaming. Like, how do I reach more people? We're changing lives. We're inspiring people. They're making better choices. But it was perishable. So you had to come into the cafe to have it. So I was like, I always had a vision for how do I create like non-perishable foods and powders that were so yummy and delicious that you could do this at the convenience of your home, that we could ship it. So it was percolating there. The hopeful vision hadn't played out. I had to go through Hoffman. I had to hit bottom. I had to lose everything to get to the point where I could come out and then start to have the vision for Chroma. So it wasn't like I went through it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to create again. Like actually that was probably the darkest time of my life because I couldn't create. And as someone who's always created and always just bounced right back, I couldn't bounce right back. And I, I described it as I, as I was like in the in a dunking machine. Like I would come up for three breaths of air and get dunked for 10. And this went on for like a year and a half. And I was like, I couldn't just snap my fingers. And for anyone who's gone through really, really tough times, which is all of us, we can all relate to those times where like, I just want to wake up and be happy. Yeah. And yet it doesn't, work like that. I mean, yes, it's a choice to how we influence our energy, but I had to go through the darkness to come out on that other side. And when I finally came out, part of how Chroma started is I was like, okay, I just have to create some momentum. I have to get me back. And so Lexi and I got in the kitchen. We started creating these adaptogen lattes, which was inspired, honestly, because of matcha, because I'm obsessed. And I know you are too. Yes, I'm obsessed. Obsessed. And, and I, I love your superfood so, creamer. Thank you. Oh, it's you do? I so know you posted. good. It's so, amazing. Thank you. It is yummy. It really is. So, Everything's yeah. really yummy. Thank you. And, you know, I have to share this because I always, like, I'm the type of person, a lot of brands reach out, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Everyone. They, by the way, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm very honored that people even would like me to try their products. Whenever I hear like cleanse or reset, I always get very, I'm like, oh God, those don't work for me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't naughty. I've, you know, I had a history of doing juice cleanses for one sole reason. And that was to lose weight Absolutely. back in those days where that was my mindset. So they, I almost have like a trigger to them. It's weird. And when- I don't think you're alone. No. A lot I, of people do. I don't, right. But the interesting thing about Chroma is it's like it sat here for a while and I was like, oh, I don't know. Am I going to do? And then when I actually experimented with it and like I always look at everything as an experiment. I think our life is one big experiment. Yeah. Even when you want to date, you guys, it's like you're experimenting with that person. Do you want to go I back have a lot in? to say about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You have a lot more to say than I do. But this is how I describe Chroma. Reset the enjoyable way. You can use that, Love you guys. That. I literally, like, I was like, if I could describe it in a sentence to anyone who's like, what's Chroma? It's a reset that's enjoyable. Thank you. It really is. And that's exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I you designed. Eat. You're yeah. not just... You're not starving yourself. You're not starving yourself. And the way that I did it too, because listen, I have certain things that work really well for me. I love my green juice. I love my salad a day. So I like did it with implementing other Which is foods, the point. Which is the point. Yeah. But like, I think it's, it's like a doable approach to giving yourself a little self-reboot. Thank you. And that's exactly, and I love everything you described because that's exactly what the intention was behind it. And it was how to, because I, I think one, and you touched on this, like I've been in this cleansing world now for 14 years, right? Beaming started because I thought this juice cleansing thing is so stupid. Like we're drinking <sighs> 222 painful. grams of sugar a day. I don't care that it's fruit. It's still sugar. We're having no fat, no fiber, no protein. Three days of it so you can fit in your skinny jeans and go out and party the rest of the days. Like what are we doing and why are we doing this? So I was already in the mindset for 14 years now, like how can I teach through food? And again, like how can I help you feel good in your body? And feeling good in your body is not starving yourself. Feeling oh, good in your not. body is nourishing you. Nourishing yourself. And there's already still, I mean, and it's crazy, and I'm seeing this actually go backwards a little bit, but like this crazy cleanse and diet culture, it's toxic. It's the most toxic. Thing. Yes, we all want to be thin and we want to feel good in our body. And I'm the first that like obviously cares about that, but I'm going to do it in a healthy way. I mean, this whole Ozempic and all the crazy stuff there is a, like a whole nother thing. It's like, can we just start with taking care of our body and nourishing it? There's no shortcut, you guys. There's and if no there's a shortcut, there's something on the reverse end Yes, that can easily backfire at some point. There's 
going to. I think we're going to see this. There's a long road. And I think the thing that I always like to explain to people is like, it doesn't have to be this all or nothing. There's like a baby step approach. Yes. And there's like taking that one foot in front of the other, implementing one thing. Like even for 30 days, if you can stick to one new habit, you are going to feel so fueled and energized by that one thing that it adds to two things. Yeah. To and the, the whole habit stacking. It, and that's just, how I, I mean, I had no the worst habits. It. Yeah. And I was all of that stuff that we're talking about. I think about. all of us have been. And so the design of Chroma was, how do we create a reset that's really about nourishment that is like, you make it work for you. Everyone's goals are different. Everyone's needs are different. Everyone's body type, whether you're 25 or you're 55, there's a lot of differences in between. And all these programs out there that I have witnessed over all these years is it's one size fits all. And I'm like, that's not how we are. Like, and why are we doing this? That was my biggest question. For me, it was, let's go ahead and like, I want to help you feel better fast. How do I get you in your body? We kind of talk about radical aliveness. Mm. That's what I want. I want you to feel in your body. And if in that short amount of time, you can eat, have foods that you love, actually feel nourished, have more energy so you can show up for your family, for yourself, for your work, for your workout. For your dates. For your dates. (laughs) (laughs) I know you want to go there, don't you? (laughs) So I'll go there. And so that's part of like, I kind of shake my head. Like I get so frustrated because I'm like, what is this culture? Like, what if we just learn to have a healthy relationship with food? And with ourselves. And with ourselves. And it's just like, there's so much... And we already we already have enough shame and voices. It's like, what if I can just really make this about how I want to feel, mm-hmm. how I want to show up in life? You know, that's the, I love that. You are, first of all, that is you, Lisa. You are radically alive. Thank this you. is 52, <laughs> you guys. And this is what being, right? Like taking that's care how I of feel. yourself. Yeah. It's, I love it. You're, I, my, you're an inspiration Thank you. Me. And... I also live fully. Like, I love food. And so I'm in New York and I'm at Balthazar and I'm at Pastis. And like, that's important. I enjoy life fully. And I also make my conscious choices. Like, today I've had Chroma, I had my matcha. I never not have it, right? With the collagen right. and all you the ginger and turmeric. It goes everywhere with me. <laughs> we have the porridge with I us. I am obsessed with the porridge. The porridge is so the good. The super porridge. The super porridge it's with the nuts and seeds. so good. I do add more to it because yeah. I'm like, I have like a ravenous appetite. Yes. Yeah. Like that's one thing. Yeah. Like even the girls will say to me like, my friends always ask like, does she eat all of that? I'm like, I'm not trying to pretend anything yeah. that is, not, you know, like I've always been a really big eater with a really big appetite. But you've so also like, nourished yourself. No, I have to. Like yes. the super porridge, I'm obsessed with it. I could honestly eat two or three. Yeah. Which, which is perfect. sounds like a lot, but it, like it keeps me full. It's so, and there's like all the omegas. It's got the healthy fats. It it's got everything. the protein. It's super easy. Add some berries. And like, that's what I want people to experience is like, instead of skipping breakfast, mm-hmm. instead of having a bagel and cream cheese, instead of being sick of your eggs, whatever your go-to is, it's like, because we're all so busy. And that was the design of Chroma. It's like, I don't have time to put 12 ingredients together for this beauty matcha that we created or all the nuts and seeds. Like, And nobody else does either. The matcha tastes so, really good too. And it's got 12 grams of protein. Yep. It has one gram of sugar. It's like, it's like everything was thought about from a nutritional profile standpoint, as well as flavor, function. I mean, Lexi and I spent, you know, almost two years formulating Oh wow! in the kitchen down to like what ginger we use, what maple sugar, testing a hundred matchas, like every single ingredient was carefully chosen. And then we would like down to like the 0.15 gram of like how to balance the sugar profile so that you got just enough sweet, but it didn't taste that like fake weird sweet. You feel the thoughtful curation in it. Good. With everything. Thank you. I hope so. You really do. No, you do. I, you know me. Yeah. Like how long ago did you, I test things. Like I'm a, I'm like, I have to test again. Like I just always like to be certain. No. And that's why people trust you. Because when I share something, I share, like, I love it. I mean it. And And you um, don't share just anything. And that's why you You also like being in the position that you're in, like when you say and endorse something, we listen. 
because you've created that credibility and that trust with everybody. So I'm, you know, I feel honored with that. And that is because that's what I want people to feel. And I want from the time that you get the box, I mean, the box for the reset is an experience. Yep. I want you to, I mean, you have the one that had the drawer, which yes. will bring back. It was a limited edition. But it's even so the chic. new one is so beautiful with the wheel and the colors. I want you to be wowed because that's how health should feel. Right. I want you to be like, I get to do this. I get to fuel my body. And then I want to surprise the hell out of you that it tastes that good. And it's that fun. And it goes to the park with you. It goes to the office with you. It goes to the gym. Like wherever you're going, it goes with you because that's how life is. I'm having my super porch. Marty, you got me all amped up. You and the cookie butter. So. Oh, the cookie butter is to die. It's good. The cookie butter. I was is, today. I was like, I mean, I just haven't come around because I like no, don't have time. Cookie so butter good, is right? really like it's heaven. It's probably one of my. You know what you can do with it? I don't know if you've done this yet, but you take it, put it on a delicious piece of whether it's gluten free or a beautiful piece of sourdough, and then a little bit of a banana slice Ooh. and honey drizzled over. Like heaven. Yum. We created that in Mexico at like the Four Seasons with them. And then it was like, oh my God, I have to tell everyone. That sounds so I mean, it's good by a spoonful by itself. Oh, I know. I've had many. (laughs) Just like standing there like, what do I eat? And then the piece though that also, and I've always said, what I care most about is after. Because the reset itself is the awakening. It's getting back in your body, having that radical aliveness, feeling good. And because when we feel it, we're like, God, that was not hard. I didn't have to torture myself. I wasn't a raving bitch. I was able to show up for everything. And my workouts actually, not only could I work out, but I worked out even better. Right. Because I was so clean and felt good. And you were getting calories. And your and energy. Fat, and your energy is good. And your sleep was, I mean, the amount of people, they wear the aura ring. And they sent us their results. And they're like, my sleep was better than ever That's on great. the program. So all of those things are part of what I want you to feel. And then you choose. You choose what you adopt from there. And that's why all the products are also then available after. Because if you love the matcha, you right. love the porridge, you love the cookie butter, the broth, that's whatever it might be. smart that you did that. Because it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's the habit stacking that you were and talking about. And you pick about. up the things that you love. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, this wasn't my favorite, but like, here's a win. I love for like, this. If you were, we had one guy in the early stage, he was like, he drank like 10 monster drinks a day or something oh. crazy. When I hear stories like that and we got you off of my that. My heart, like. I know. Can you imagine like no. the poison of that? So. Just getting him off of that. And we hear these stories all the time. Or people who drank too much coffee and they had the zzz and then just switching to our matcha. And they're like, I hated matcha until yours. And then all of a sudden you experience like, I mean, I always say like matcha is like not only the best for just balancing energy, but it's a mood booster. It really is. Gets your mind clear. You don't have a crash. Like I have a secret mission to convert the world to matcha. No, matcha really is. It's like game changing. I have a love addiction with coffee, but like I also allow myself the space to have it. But yeah. nothing makes me feel better nothing. than matcha. I don't hate coffee and right. I'm, I'm not a coffee basher at all. I just know the difference. Oh, and how a, good. There's a really big difference. Yeah, there but is. But you said something that I think is so important to kind of just like emphasize. You said, I get to do this. Mm-hmm. Because I think so many of us walking around feeling like I have to do this. Yep. And that switch right there, just telling yourself that every single day, like if you can wake up, I always say, people are like, oh, you're so disciplined, you're this. I'm like, I don't even think of anything that I do as discipline. I stick to my habits. Like I'm super committed to the things Very ritualized. that have me here Yeah, because I know that when I start to veer off track, I know where I have to go back to and it's home base yep. to all of the things. But just telling yourself that daily, like if you can say like, I get to do this, like I get to move my body. Mm-hmm. It's just like completely different you mindset. You can feel it, right? Like yeah. it's like the spark of just Even gratitude. if we're not in the mood for it, we're just like, but, but you get, get to. to do my it. My body cooperates. I get to do this. It's the gratitude, you guys. It's the gratitude. It really is. Okay. I know we've been going for a while, but I have to ask you just a few more things because when we were starting this and, you know, we were talking about, which I love that you, I'm like a very, I love sharing my age mm-hmm. because I think I used to be one of those people in my 20s who thought 40 was old. Right. I did. No, we like, did. I was of like, course oh, we did. She's older or like whatever. Yeah. However, it was we, scary actually. Yeah. No, Super I scary. fully thought that. Yeah. 52. Yeah. It's really scary. But yeah. now right. to yeah. like 
you have more vibrancy and vitality than people I know in their 20s. Thank you. You really do. Thank you. I, and my, I think my daughter's friends want to hang out with me because of that. <laughs> so, I want to hang out so, with you because of that. <laughs> but too. you, so we were talking about yeah. menopause. Everyone wants me to dive in so much deeper yeah. on this topic. But you, you said you were okay with us yeah, going there because most of your friends I, around this age are Yeah, going I mean, my menopause. friends, I have friends all ages, but... I'm observing, and and I want to give credit here too, also to Naomi Watts with her mm-hmm. company, I Am Stripes, and you have to have her on because yes, what she has done, and Oprah has as well, to bring this. We'd love convert- to have her on too. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Manifesting. <laughs> we just put it out there, but what they have done, and what Naomi especially has done, is to bring humor to it because it's something we're all afraid of, whether we've gone through it or not. It's like this dark beast ahead, right? Like it's like this inevitable monster that we're all going to go through. We're all going to go through it in some capacity. And yes, some of it's hereditary, but a lot of it is choices that we've made along the way. And so I think what's important is I'm watching my friends really struggle through it and starting early too, and probably because of all the hormones and crap in our food, too. But starting as early as, like, young 40s. Really? And then they go through this horrible thing, and they're, like, they don't recognize themselves. Their body is not, like, it's not theirs anymore. Of course, they've got all the other things that can happen. I mean, there's the inflammation side of things. There's the weight gain of things. But then there's the foggy brain. There's the emotional distress and instability. I mean, there's so much there. Thank God for people like Naomi, who's like bringing life and humor and reality to it. So we're not afraid to talk about it because this 100%. is new that we're talking about. This. No, I think we need to talk. We about it. have to talk about it because women have to come together. And so as I'm on all these WhatsApp groups and I'm listening to and in the fear, like nobody knows where to go to. And I think that's part of the problem is like, what do I do? Right. And I think it's yes, you need a good doctor and you need a doctor that's not just about prescribing medication. And hopefully we 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 got that clear in this conversation. But it's about like a doctor who's going to do the real labs to make sure that we really understand where your hormones are. I had Dr. Robin Burzen on before oh, this event of parsley. I know. Love, love, love. She's amazing. She's amazing. And she's a much bigger, you know, she's obviously an expert in this and I am not. No, but, but it's important to have. But it's important. And then the part that I play is food. And that's been my mission, which is this is, you know, it starts with how we take care of our bodies. And food is not the end all, but it certainly plays a big role, as does movement and mindset. It does. And I, at 52, you know, knock on wood, I haven't gone through any of it. In fact, I had my hormones tested the other day and the doctor's like, how are your hormones getting better? Like you have hormones of a 35-year-old. So you have no signals of... Not, no, I'm going to knock again. Yeah. But yes, and I don't, and I'm sure at some point I will, but I like, I think that so much of it, and I actually started to really look at this with friends of mine who are also not going through it at my age, and they are very healthy. They exercise every day, and I'm like, there's something here. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think, and I also, the, the beauty of that is I feel like I'm empowered. I feel like I'm making conscious choice every day of how I want to take care of my body. I'm not just surrendering to, well, this is what's going to happen. I'm like, no, I get to take care of my body. I want to because it's the most precious thing we have. It's that switch again, you guys. Like you keep saying these things like, I get to, I want to take care of my body, not I have to. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and then you feel like in the midst of whatever all these changes are, what can I do to nurture and take care of myself? And I think that's a part that women, we also forget because we get caught up in taking care of kids. We get caught up in our work and taking in partners or whatever it is. And we usually take care of us last. And you can't show up for this, the oxygen mask, you know, analogy. Yeah. It's like, And then related to menopause, if this is an opportunity for me to take care of myself, I mean, I want to live as long as possible, feeling as good and dancing as long as I can. Same. And I look at at Mark Hyman at 63, who looks amazing, better than ever, happier than ever, living his biggest, best life. I'm like, if that's 63, game on. Look at Gelman, by the way. Gelman, 
live with, I was going to say Kelly and Ryan, but it's now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Totally. Right? Yeah. Kelly and her, uh, yeah. her husband. Incredible. Mark. Yes. But like Galman, like I'm like, okay, Galman. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's, those are, and actually, I mean, even using Mark as an example again, like 10, 15 years ago, he didn't have that vibrancy. He made a lot of changes mm-hmm. to get there. I would say I have more vibrancy now. I'm also, again, it's like, I'm happy. You know, I'm doing what I love. I am taking care of myself. I'm dancing. I'm like, I'm in that play mode. And ladies, we have to play. Yes. We have to play. You are so full of life and love and just enthusiasm. You gave me so much energy. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone in the office with us here today, like it's just, I love being surrounded by powerhouse women who just remind us of the beauty of age, of Mm -hmm. aging, and that things can get better, you guys. Like you can have an even better relationship with yourself. And as I've entered my 40s, I've something changed in me where I'm just like, own it. Own all the things I was so afraid to own. And even like being in Sports so, Illustrated, I'm like, this that was is insane. Thank you. Oh but my God. To me, it insane. was this real symbol of, you know what? Like when I didn't get this in my 20s or like my early 30s, I literally shot for this three days before I turned 40. And I just, I felt this real power so cool. of, you know what? You can literally be exactly who you want to be if you believe that and you put in the work yep. and you never stop believing in yourself. And you endlessly, like to me, I I prioritize myself. I'm my number one priority in mm-hmm. life. And people are always like, but you have kids. And I'm like, I know. All and the more reason I have to. I do that. I show up as the best that I absolutely can for them. Yeah. It just. That's so important and so powerful. And it's absolutely critical. It is. It's mm-hmm. the most important. Okay, we have to close with one thing because you said just because you're you're in your fifties, you have three kids, you're a single mother, you're a, a businesswoman, and you're dating. Just give us a little taste of what it's like because you seem like you're having fun. <laughs> I do have fun. I mean, I would say I'm. Well, I don't know if this I is had even, to go there. <laughs> I um, I was telling my daughter, I was like, I'm a really good picker. Like, Ooh, and so. But I listen to, so whether it's doing an online app or whatever, and I I tend to meet men out and about in real life. And I get to go to fun events and whatever. I'm just me. But like, I think the more I am me, the more I attract people in that same vibration. And it doesn't mean that it's a love match. It just means I really get to have great dates. I'm like, I was telling her, I'm like, I don't ever have a bad date. Doesn't mean that I'm going to like meet the love of my life, but I meet the most interesting men. And what's also been fun is that, and this is more recent, but also like the more I'm just enjoy and grab someone for you. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I literally just, I've been getting crazy ahas today. Oh, wow. I I know. We'll talk offline. (laughs) But but what's been so, and those men are like showing up fully. And I'm like, this is, it's not that the men can't, it's just you have to give them the space. To and I am not an expert at this by any means. I was the worst dater forever. But like, I'm watching these. I had one man show up for a date with like the cheese charcuterie board, and he like made the crostinis himself in a beautiful bottle. Another one showed up with roses. Stop. I was just like, another one took me to the airport, and I'm like, God, I love you guys. Can I say why I think? Yeah. Because you are in your essence, and you're just so content. And happy with yourself. I am. And by the way, when I said like, I have someone for you, you clearly need no one. Let's just like. I'm good. That I think is the energy that really attracts. Yeah. You know, I think it's like neediness. Like there's so much neediness. That's a thousand Like I need to find my person. I this. And when you first like find who you are and you find this contentment within, Mm -hmm. it is the most attractive thing. Like you are a vibe. No wonder why you're having the best dates. <laughs> so that was fun. Hopefully that was like our tip for the day on dating. Yes, I love that tip for the day. Okay, we are going to close with three rapid fire questions. Is this like a random choice? Oh, wait, you guys, before I go there, I have to read this because I wrote this down. This was something that you wrote for an article and it just really stood out to me. You have to be willing to risk it all. 
And you have to be willing to have the confidence in yourself that you are the person to bring your idea to life and have a conviction so strong that nothing's going to stop you. Ooh, leave that with you guys. That's that was good. I was like, yes. What's your biggest motivator? Mm. The word that came to mind is just joy, like to live in this place of joy. And the more that I am in that place of joy, which is I've created within me, the more joy I attract and the more connections and the deeper connections and the more authentic I can show up and joy. Beautiful. What's your end-all, be-all self-care ritual? Like, what's that one thing that it's just like your ultimate, no matter? I think I touched on it. For me, it's movement. Again, it's just there is not the excuse that you don't have time. Oh, yes. Go there. It's it's not an excuse. No, it's not. I mean, Obama had time when he was president. (laughs) There you go. So for me, it's like you find the time, even if you dance for 15 minutes, you can find the time. Even if you take a walk with a f- when you're talking to your parents, like whatever it might be, you can find the time. What does moving with heart mean to you? I think it's living in gratitude. It's just every day I feel so lucky. I just, I wake up like I get to, I get to be alive. I get to have these experiences. I get to connect and do things like this. I get to laugh with my daughter. I get to change people's lives with Chroma. I get to hopefully interact and bring joy just in at the coffee shop when you meet somebody. So that's what I think living with heart is. I, you know, beaming was called beaming because I believe so much the energy you give out is the energy you get back. That's the essence of the word beaming. That's something I instill in me. And I think when you live from heart, you are always beaming. Mm. You are such a beautiful soul. You are. You are joy, gratitude, all of the things. And I am so grateful to have you on, to have your time. I know you're so busy. and I'm so grateful to to be here. To share Chroma with those who haven't tried it. And thank you. This was such an incredible conversation. This was Loved so much every fun. minute and I could keep going, but <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. This was thank amazing. You. You're amazing. You really yes. are. Okay. We're going to have a love fest. Oh, this. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> New best friend. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode. We have a special offer for our Move With Heart listeners. When you join MWH as a new member, you will receive an entire month that's 30 days for free. And this is in addition to our seven-day free trial. All you have to do is head to melissawoodhelp.com and use code MOVEWITHHEART. At MWH, we believe this practice is not just about building this body you desire. This work is about building a better, stronger relationship with yourself. And that is why we offer everything from movement, meditation, and nutrition to help you not only look, but most importantly, feel your best. Follow me on Instagram at Melissa Wood Tepperberg and MWH at Melissa Wood Health. Tune in for an all new episode next week. And I cannot wait to see you all on the mat.